welcome to Living in a Material World. I am your host, David Prada, and today's guest is Shiva Rose. Shiva Rose is an author of Whole Beauty, Rituals and Recipes, an alchemist, a mama, a beekeeper, and the creator of Shiva Rose Beauty. Well, Shiva, welcome on to our show, and I'm so excited because we've known each other for many years. I love always talking to you because you always make me feel so warm and like fuzzy inside when I see you because you have the most gorgeous energy and you're one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my lifetime. So I definitely want to talk about your journey. And I know that you grew up in California. So, and I want everyone to know kind of the journey of Shiva Rose and the evolution of Shiva Rose and actually how you kind of now are living in Texas. So I want to go into all of that and how you created your brand. So why don't you introduce yourself and let us know how it all started, Shiva. Thank you for having me here. And I have to say that part of my line was because you believed in me. Truly, you gave me a shot. I don't know how many years ago that was now. So I just want to say thank you for believing in me. And and that really helped my line and helped my confidence. And that was like way before Green Beauty took off. It was way before Green Beauty took off. Because when I moved to California and started my business, it wasn't even kind of even a category quite yet. It had just begun. And I think you're one of the pioneers, because if people don't know about your brand and who you are, you've been preaching to the choir and to everyone around the world before anyone else was a true pioneer in the movement and in the category and in the space. So I'd love for everyone to know that you're actually one of the first out there. Maybe there's others that people know more about, but you are actually the pioneer in the category. Thank you for that. No, it, it really, it was because I have health issues and... When I started my blog, The Local Rose, 12 years ago, this is pre-Goop, because I realized there was nothing chic and elegant in the green world, you know, at that time, as far as lifestyle. So I kind of, that started my blog, and then that led to realizing that skincare is equally, if not more important than what you eat, as far as what you put on your skin and your body. So that led to the product line. And at that time, too, I think there was only one there was only Tata Harper was the only one I knew of that was green and elegant and high end. So yes, and you you really did believe in me. So thank you for that. Well, you do have such beautiful products and you can feel it. You can feel your energy and everything you put out into the ethos. So thank you. And yeah, it's interesting to see how what started off as just me trying to survive. I don't know if you know this, David, but I was diagnosed with autoimmune. After I had my first daughter at 25, I couldn't recover. And I went to a rheumatologist and he told me I had a year to live because I had lupus, scleroderma, and rheumatoid arthritis, which is why I felt so horrible. And that sort of prompted me on the path, which, you know, now, of course, it's becoming so much more common, sadly, to have autoimmune issues and so on. But at that time, you know, in the 90s, I had to really educate myself and I, it was pre-internet. So I had to go to the library. You know, I just sort of found my way to helping myself feel better. And that started the local rose, which started Shiva Rose. And now people are getting it. Now people get that, like, you know, we are what we eat, we are what we drink, we are what we put on our skins. Finally, you know, people are making that realization. I love that. And it's so true. I think before all this happened, can you tell people a little bit about your background and before you kind of had your autoimmune, like, because I know that you're, you come from a very strong background. Thank you. I guess stronger. <laughs> you do. <Or> fiery. <laughs> and you get more beautiful every year. Oh, 
<laughs> well, I have a, an American mom who moved to Iran in the 70s. Then I have the Iranian heritage mixed with the Irish, German, you know, American heritage. What a great mix. Thank you. I do have like, I don't know if you ever have identity crises. I do. I'm the only one that's a mix in my family. Everyone else is either Italian or Cuban. And then there's me and my brother. We're the mutts. Uh, yeah, it's the Italian Cuban. That's so really different and so similar in some ways, right? You know, I think I've always been, I was actually going to write a post about this today, about how I always feel like I'm two people, like Iranian American or elegant or hippie or, you know, Texas, California. Like I always feel like I'm split somehow, you know? <laughs> I have an identity crisis, and it's probably why, I mean, I was an actress before I had my blog and skincare line, and I think in acting it was great because I could kind of, like, exorcise the, these different characters that lived in me, you know, and permission. <laughs> now people just think I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's perfect. I don't know. I mean, in my head I have, like, you know, I live off the grid in Texas, but in my head I'm, like, in an English countryside, you know, cottage where I get to wear my Wellingtons and my <laughs> trench coat and, and nobody gets it out here but it's like in my head I have a whole character going. <laughs> so, oh my god, are you wearing Wellingtons and a trench coat in Texas? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. I Actually, when you started The Local Rose, you've written for other publications as well, not only for the local rose, because when I met you, you were writing even more. And so I actually, in 2018, you created your whole, your own book itself, and it was called Whole Beauty. And a lot of people that own the book, including myself, I actually didn't even get a chance to get into it until pandemic because I had it. And then in the desert, I started reading it and I started like buying some of the oils and doing some of the different rituals that you kind of promote in there. I think for anyone getting into essential oils for the first time or into a wellness, it's the best book to read. How did that come about, Shiva? How did your book come about? Well, thank you. You know, it is interesting that the pandemic really gave it a resurgence because people were home. And A, you know, you saw these were supposed to be at home. And B, people were on a budget. And a lot of it is about how to make your own beauty skincare out of your country. And then a lot of people were seeking spirituality because they're, you know, down in the dumps. And so it, it did have kind of a resurgence, which I'm so happy about. The book taught me a lot about trusting the universe and timing because I pitched it a few years before, like 2015 or 16, in New York. And I got all these no's from publishers. It was just like, no, 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 across the board. They were just like, nobody got it. And then it was just like the timing. And then I met this agent a few years later, Meg Thompson. I don't know if you know her. And she was like so passionate about it. And she sent me to the first publisher I went in to meet who I just fell in love with at Artisan, Leah Ronan. She's amazing. And it was like love at first sight. Like I just fell in love with her. And, and she was like, we want to do this book. And then I saw, then it was like a bidding war. It was like so funny how it's all timing. And it taught me a lot, kind of between masculine energy and feminine energy. Because sometimes I get it to my masculine, which is like, this is going to happen. I'm going to make this happen, you know? And it's like bulldozing through all the nodes when it's not meant to happen. And then I've learned that like sometimes being in the feminine means like taking a step back and listening to the universe and listening to the signs. And sometimes it's a circular motion, not linear. And, and that's when it was like all these yeses. It was just like, it just flowed. I got found the right editor, found the right photographer. It just like, it was just a beautiful 
lesson for me not to push when it's not meant to happen. So yes, then the book came out, I think, uh, was it 2018 or 2019? I'm not sure. And yeah, it's all about so many things. I mean, everything that brought me to feel good in my body, you know, all the healing modalities, diet, spirituality, kundalini, essential oils, crystals, tea ceremony, beauty. I mean, everything's in there, right? It's like... <laughs> I think it's so good because actually my partner got very much into Kundalini and he actually couldn't put down your book. He actually tried to steal it. I had to make sure that I took it back. Now that he's living mostly here with me, like he can read it now and he doesn't have to take it to his place. I also wanted to talk about like when you started on your Shiva Rose brand, what was your first SKU? What was the first product that you launched? Oh, I love that you should bring this up because I started doing kundalini because I had a broken heart from divorce of a marriage of 16 years. And then I went into a relationship that was very toxic and, and very challenging. That was five years. And when those two broke up, I realized, oh my God, I was like a shell of myself. So I started doing kundalini with Jennifer Nicholson. She lives down the street from me, introduced me to I'm going to cry, but she just recently passed through Jugget. I started practicing with her, you know, four or five times a week in the canyon where I lived. And one day it was remarkable because the three of us all had such downloads. Jennifer Nicholson had the download to open a store called Pearl Drop, which she did. And then Guru Jagat had the download to create the Rama Institute, which is one of the greatest community schools now, you know, in New York, Spain, in Mallorca, LA. And then I had the download to do Shiva Rose Beauty with the rose face oil, which was something I had been using on my own skin for like 15 years. You know, this is when oils were considered taboo. I think you, David, you're actually responsible for bringing face oils to the market, right? Well, it was actually one of my clients that created her face oil, but I was the one that did put her face oil in the marketplace. And it was the hottest face oil at the time. It was Rodan Oleoluso. And after that, everyone started creating face oils, but like people started feeling comfortable with face oils and serums again because of that brand. But thank you. Yeah, I had a little piece in that kind of uh, moment of resurgences of face oil. Well, that really was the reason I was like, okay, the world might be ready for, you know, my face oil, which was a rose-based face oil of all these oils I used. And that started the line, and now there's like so many views. But it was from Kundalini, really. It was just channeling that energy into, into a product. When you started making the face oil, everyone should know you were making it yourself, too. You were in your own home, in your kitchen, right? Yes, and I still make some of the products myself. That's my favorite part. I mean, you know, I'm a creative, you know, it's so funny, my partner, I think I tried to fool him and let him think I was like all business so he could be the creative artist. And the other day he was like, wait a second, you're actually an artist, <laughs> which is a bad word around our house. I'm like, shoot, if I had my way, I just sit and make product, you know, like create, like be a math scientist and an alchemist, like just create all day. That's my favorite thing. But yes, yeah, so I still create some of the, I still make, I insist on making some of the products myself still. And then, and yet I have a lab that does some of the other ones. So out of your, out of your range, what do you use every day? Well, right now, I'm, because I'm an alchemist, I'm obsessed with violets right now, violet oil, which I have to send you this new body oil that I've created. With oh my God, I love violet oil. Oh, it's so divine. It's so good. I'm like, how were violets not in my life before? I don't know. But I love violet oil. But let me see, I use like low balm. 
I'm doing the saffron eye balm, which I'm excited to share with everybody about. The mask, the honey nectar mask is really good. Plum oil, niacinamide, vitamin C. And so, yeah, there's so many things. <laughs> and so, and what is in your diet right now? What do you make at home? Um, you know, it's interesting. I was a vegetarian for so many years, and then I started to eat meat just a little bit medicinally, and now I need to try to do it a couple times a week. But I do a lot of beans. I love beans. And they say beans are actually really good for you because in all cultures that eat beans, and the reason is because it actually takes the bile out of your liver naturally, which people don't realize that. The, the reason why beans are good for us is because it clears your liver. So, like, I do a lot of, like, um, well, I do dolls. I make a lot of Indian food, especially because I'm out in Texas and I miss ethnic food. So I usually have to make it myself. <laughs> so I'll make Persian food. You make Persian food in Texas? Yeah. That's that's like your your next cookbook. Oh my gosh, David, you're psychic. Persian cooking in Texas. I love that. That's perfect. It's like it's a, you guys have your own like show happening over there. Well, I've had people come to me and beg to do a reality show because it's so, I mean, it, we're so opposite. It really is funny. But like the things we talk about. He just doesn't understand, but yet he deals with it, you know, the mantras and the <laughs> I love. So tell, let's tell everybody, like, so basically you, during, in the last, is it almost two years that you moved to Texas or is it like only a year and a half? Exactly. A year, like a year and three months. But I bought land there three years ago before the pandemic. And so are you building on that? Is there a house on the land or? Well, there was a little tiny, tiny cottage and we added and expanded that uh, a little bit. And then we added a bedroom and a bathroom. So it's still small, but it's a lot of land and just like kind of like a compound situation. Yeah, it's good. But I really, sometimes I'm like, like right now I'm in an Airbnb that's a proper house. And I'm like, oh, it has internet and you don't have to go outside to do the laundry. It's like civilized, you know? Oh my God, you have to record yourself in your house in Texas. There's got to be, like, I want to see this now. Like, I, I'll sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to watch it every night. There must be a beauty of going back to the land and the earth. During pandemic, I was on five acres, which is not tons of land, but compared to like my New York City studio and one bedroom to my LA two bedroom having five acres is like so much land for me and I felt like it kept me alive during pandemic it does it does you know last night I I watched the thunderstorm and lightning for like two hours like instead of vision I just looked out my window it was truly remarkable because you know coming from LA we don't get we get storms once in a while but it's not dramatic like that I mean it was like, I mean, it's so fascinating just to watch the sky here. The, te- the Texas sky is truly beautiful and incredible. And we have real clouds. Like, we don't have clouds anymore in California. Like, people think I'm crazy, but I'm like, look at the sky. I'm the guy that likes to lay on the ground and look up and just, like, take it all in and just, like, forget for a moment that I have responsibilities, like, work stuff and buyers and brands that are like need more accounts and all that kind of stuff i for, i forget about my daily day stress and i just look up and i'm like oh i have to say thank god for the stars in the sky the moon the heat on the ground like it kept me going during pandemic so like for you to have moved out there like a year and three months ago it's still like you were still we were still in it 
it was just a different time and how great to relocate to a more simpler way of life, but like a cleaner way of life. Oh, definitely. I mean, the problem is now, I don't know if I could go back to, you know, when you do have complete silence around you and stars. And Oh, I, I could go back to your house here in California very easily. <laughs> <laughs> There's no problems there. I was like, perfect. Because it's still, you were in the city, but like you're in, you had trees and you had your chickens. You have, did you bring your chickens and everything? Sadly, got taken by coyotes. Oh, I know, I know. But you actually have? Did you get new chickens in Texas? We're going to, and we we're waiting for our chicken coop. But yes, we're going to have chickens. You have your gorgeous German Shepherd with you. Yeah, I have my German Shepherd with so many cats because the cat somehow the word got out that we are animal lovers, so we keep it in these strays that are pregnant. We're like the house of knocked up cats. And we can't, like, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I always loved coming to your house because your cat would be on the counter. Yeah. And your dog would be just sitting there. I was like, how? Like, this is the only home that, like, the dog and cat are, like, besties. <laughs> yes, lots of cats. I love. So if you were going to tell anyone the change that you created, what's your words of advice to anyone that's going to make that big change? What do you tell people that are, like, they're going to leave a big city like L.A. and move somewhere quieter? What kind of words of advice would you give them to prepare for the change? I would say follow your intuition. Get water. Water is key because I feel like that's the next commodity, right? The next gold, the next, the next oil. It's, it's water. Pure water, so or springs. I would say look for land that has a spring or has an aquifer. Like we're on aquifer, which is really amazing. But I would say that I would say trust your heart. You know, every property I've ever bought, I've gone with my heart, not my head. So I think it's always about that too. So when you found that land, you just knew that was meant to be. Yeah, and it was interesting because mm-hmm. now you can't really find land in this area, and it was totally by fluke. You know, there was something about it, and we loved it. And now it's hard to buy out here. And all the Californians are moving here. <laughs> all the Californians decided to come to Texas. Yeah, I love it. I I was always a huge fan of Austin and and San Antonio, and like I'm a big fan of Texas. Well, they're so kind. The people are truly nice. And when I was younger, I would do these events in Austin, and there was this very very like handsome rancher that was like gay but no one knew he was but he would drive in his suburban to come to my events and he would buy like a thousand dollars of red flower candles from me and i felt like i was like i should have just ran off to marfa with him i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> if, if, if i would have gone back to my 27 year old self i would be like get in that suburban and just go you have a whole setup now i would have been in marfa on my land riding my horses don't do that now. Now you're creating a legacy and you can see it. Yeah, I, now I have, like, my business and my, like, tribe here of, like, you know, Cholito and my sales team and our warehouse. And it'll be hard for me to leave California at the moment. So I'm always trying to find nature within the city. So I'm always going for a hike and always disappearing somewhere. Like, I was looking at, like, renting a house in Topanga Canyon for the weekend just to go up there and just sit and have tea and meditate and relax and just to be in a canyon for a little bit just because it's so different than where I am, you know? And so it's about the balance. It is. It's the balance. 100%.
Shiva, besides your own products, what other products do you use for your beauty rituals? Is there any other brands or any other products that you love right now? Well, I like experimenting with different oils and things. So sometimes I'll just try and see the oils by themselves. I mean, I do like, as far as makeup, I love RMS. It's a brand from Australia. Is it makeup? No, it's a, it's a skincare line. I just love it. Yeah, I have to remember the name. And I do like herbalist things. There's one woman, oh, Mystic. She makes a body oil with like pure herbs. So I usually do, because I'm so into beauty, I'll go the other way and just do something very herbal. Very, you know, like she makes a body oil out of St. John's Wort, which is great, like calms the nervous system. It has no scent. Oh, I definitely want to check it out because that sounds amazing. I need something to calm my nervous system. Oh. I've been having this issue with my arm where it's like my hand tingles so it's like connected to my neck but I think it's like having to do working on a laptop and also on an iPhone often so it's like I try to stretch and do workouts but it's like it's definitely a nervous system issue. I found the most amazing type of chiropractic form it's called uh, the Blair technique and it's all upper cervical and it's because so many people are on iPhone I'll send you the link but I would recommend for everyone to look it up the Blair technique and then you should take alpha lipoic acid which I'll send you that too that's for nerves it's also good for your skin it's good for the skin too oh I love anything that's good for my body and skin especially like you know I think when I met you I was like probably like I was having all my back problems and the doctors wanted to fuse my spine and they wanted to do all this weird stuff like I went to three different specialists and there was one of my doctors had me do an epidural which was interesting but it actually literally after it that epidural wore off I felt like I had more damage on my leg and then I also then went also to a different specialist and they were like I think you need to fuse your spine or and I was like oh my god all these doctors are just like rushing me into all these different things. And I decided to do a kinesiologist expert to how to move my body, a trainer to show me how to do all that. And then I started going to chiropractor, acupuncture, cupping, and I pretty much healed myself going to these people versus like doing what these medical doctors were promoting. Oh, that's such a lesson, isn't it? And even right now, I have a dear friend that's a shoulder surgeon and he actually said before you even contemplate and this is why I appreciate him so much I said I he, before you contemplate even going to any more specialists start working on the movement if it consistently stays that way then go see someone because they're all going to just tell you to have surgery I was like why would they do that like I was like this is crazy it's crazy I had this I have this crazy story where I have a healer who just who moved to Arkansas, but she has healed me, myself, and my family for years. And I, once my daughter, I thought she had appendicitis, and she had all the symptoms of the pain. She was doubled over. I took her to the hospital, and I called. I was trying to reach him, and I finally reached him, and he said, do this, do this, do this. And then he's like, take her out of the hospital right now. And I had to sign all these papers, and they made me feel horrible. They basically told me that if anything happened to her, I'd go to prison. You know, it was just like a very tough position but I but I decided to trust him and I took her home and he said okay take magnesium oil and put it here and do this because he was on the phone it was, he wasn't in town I did all the things he told me and she was fine it was not an appendicitis I mean I think about that what if they wheeled her in they would have operated on her either taken it out or said you know whatever but she would have been cut open I mean it, all the things you think about like you have to really try Everything before we go to that last resort. 
Well, it's funny because I did realize with all the back issues I have, this is like seven years later, eight years later, and I, I haven't had that issue again as badly. And so I was like, wow, I think your body can really heal itself if you like put your mind to it and do the work and use really great natural remedies. I was raised by a mom that literally never gave us Tylenol or Advil or she even she just had surgery she had to because of her feet and arthritis she had to have lipoplasty for her feet to straighten her toes and they gave her like painkillers and she flushed them down the toilet oh my god I never. she was like no she has like different bombs that she uses different like natural alternatives and i was like you know what she always preached to not really take anything because she didn't believe in it yeah so it like your body if you're if you start going in that down that road it becomes more sensitive I want to know, are you working on anything new for your range? I know I only have a few minutes left. What are you working on? Well, I'm working on these three Ayurvedic luxury products that are that have saffron in them. One's a, well, well, two with saffron. One is a saffron oil, beauty oil with all these herbs in it that are used in India. And it's really brightening for the skin and really luscious oil, face oil. And then I have the saffron rose eye balm, which is also like a highlighter because it gives you such a beauty highlighted look. And then the last one is a pistachio cardamom rose mask, which is almost like a vintage. So I want to do something that you can't really find, you know? And I know that in beauty, it's always, as you know, it's like becomes so competitive. It does. There's so much noise out there. And most of it's not even formulated themselves by the founders. It's made by private labels and other so uh, most of the products out there that you find like are not even made by the actual founder or the brand. It's a it's another company filling their products. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the, so the more the work goes that way, I, I want to go the other way. Yeah, we have to go the other way because my whole thing is about efficacy, integrity. I don't work with any brand on the market that's private label. A, a part of our episode that I call our 10 rapid fire questions. It's usually 10 questions. So are you ready for the rapid fire questions? Ready. Okay. Living in a Shiva Rose world, if you could only have one snack for the rest of your life, what would that be? Oh my God. Pistachios? Because they are pretty hearty. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Tiny living, could you do it? I guess if it was in a beautiful environment, like in the forest somewhere, I could. From a scale of one to ten, how good are you keeping a secret? Eight. Ooh. Do you prefer dawn or dusk? Oh, that's so hard. (laughs) I guess dawn. Are you more of a bath or shower girl? Bath, 100%. What is your ride or die beauty product? I would say the Golden Soul Body Butter. Ooh. Uh, What is your biggest beauty mistake? Oh, my gosh. I shaved my eyebrows when I was a teenager. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm dead. <laughs> Your favorite vacation spot? It's always Kauai or Tuscany. I love both. And last but not least, do you have a favorite quote? Um, yes. Don't ever live in fear, but live in love. Oh, I love that. What a great quote. Repeat it one more time. Do not live in fear, live in love. Or I always ask myself, is this being supported by fear or is this being supported by love? That's usually how I make a decision. What a great way to wrap up our episode. 
I'm going to actually ask myself that too. People think I'm super strong, but I do have a side of me that isn't. It's the fears that hold me back sometimes. And it's the love because I, I do everything with my heart. So everything comes from my my heart chakra for sure. My, everything I do in life. So if I follow my heart, I usually make the right decision. But I want to thank you so much for being on Living in a Material World. It's an honor to have you on one of our episodes, Shiva. And I love that we're working with you again and getting your products back into like the world. And I know that you have such a cult following and we love working with you and we love everything about you. Thank you. Aloha. Oh, aloha. Make sure to follow us on all of our Instagrams, which is Materie, M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E, or my personal one, which is David Prada, D-A-V-I-D-P-I-R-R-O-T-T-A. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you next time.